0: All, this is Sam. And this is Steven. And this is primology This is episode 33 and we're super excited to be back and get started. I feel like it's still you know, we had those that two-week break in between seasons. And so we're still on that like not that we're not excited to record every episode, but like we're still on that we're just now getting back into the swing of things, so it's still fun and so when you're on 33 episodes and you can still call something fun i think that's a success
1: sure whatever you want you're you're the ringleader of this <laughs> this operation so
0: um so yeah not a whole lot of jibber let's just get to it um before i mean every episode i do talk about how i came across this case and this is yet season two is just gonna be cases that i get from tiktok brought to you by tiktok that's what's happening and this is another case i got from tiktok this there's video evidence of when this girl was rescued and we'll have a link to that video on our facebook page um but the video was posted to tiktok and i watched it and then added it to my list of cases to cover and here we are so let's just jump right into it this week we're talking about the kidnapping of kayla brown kayla was kidnapped by todd colehip On August 31st, 2016, Kayla, along with her boyfriend at the time, Charlie David Carver, are meeting with Todd to work for him to get some extra money. Kayla had met with Todd many years before this and even worked with him or worked for him multiple times beforehand. So the couple meet with Todd at his home and instead of just Todd sending them the address of the home that they're working on, He personally drives them to the house and tells them exactly what they're going to clean. So Kayla said that every other time she's worked for Todd, he would just like text them the address and then they'd go to the house. So right off the bat, she thought that it was kind of weird that he wanted to drive them to the location. So when they get to the property... All three of them walk into the garage where Todd tells them that he needs them to cut some bushes. So he gives them the equipment that they need and then he says that he's going to show them where they need to start. He runs back inside of the building to get something real fast. But when he comes back out the door, he has a gun in his hand and he shoots Charlie in the chest three times, killing him. So Todd then grabs Kayla and tells her to come inside with him or she will join Charlie. So Todd chains Kayla's neck, her hands, and her feet and keeps her in a metal storage container that was also located on the property. And Kayla would stay in this container for two months before she's found. Kayla was allowed to use the bathroom once a day and was given a pot to bathe in every other day. Every day between the hours of 1 p.m. and 3 p.m., Todd would take her take all the change off of Kayla's neck and bring her into the house, he would then force her to perform sexual favors while pointing a gun to her head and telling her that she was only alive to fulfill his needs. So the day after Kayla's kidnapped, Charlie's mom reports Charlie as a missing person. Charlie and his mom were really close and never went a day without speaking. So when Charlie didn't reach out to her the next day, she felt like something was wrong, and so she called police kayla's family reported her missing on september 5th friends were leaving notes on her car on her apartment door and then they would come back and they'd still be there kayla's dog was also still at kayla's apartment without food or water and her family knew she wouldn't leave her dog like that so that was kind of the puzzle that made it clear that she wasn't there One of Charlie's friends started receiving weird Facebook messages from Charlie's account asking for money for drugs. And this friend in particular knew Charlie didn't do drugs, so thought someone was using his account who wasn't him. Authorities filed to retain warrants for both Kayla and Charlie's Facebook Facebook accounts, which they received in October of oh, sorry, they received on October fourteenth. When authorities looked at their accounts, they saw messages of the two talking about working for Todd. So they knew kind of where to start. And then they also found their last known phone signals from that area. So now they have kind of a person of interest and also a last known location. So they're doing pretty good. So November 3rd, investigators go to Todd's property where they hear banging coming from the metal storage container on the property. After cutting through padlocks, they finally get inside and they find Kayla chained up inside. They were able to rescue her after two months. And so, like I said, the video I saw on TikTok as of them, the police, the whole it's the whole process of them cutting the padlocks and then walking through. And she's literally in the very back of this storage container. And so, like, you see walking through and there's a very narrow area that they're able to walk through. And it's, like, shelves you can't the video doesn't really it's all shaky so you can't really tell right. what's on those shelves so i don't know if he was like a a doomsday person you mm, know and like yeah. canned foods and stuff like that or if it was just like storage i don't know well
1: and it makes sense too if it, if it being shaky like I would, more likely that's probably gonna be body cam footage right so and most of the time those are very helpful but sometimes it's not the you know greatest video quality but hey at least it's
0: video right right so kayla said later in an interview that todd's hope was that kayla would form stockholm syndrome and that they would be happy together kayla also said that todd told her he was building them a home for the two of them with a soundproof room just for kayla (laughs) so he's building he tells her i'm gonna build this house for us but i'll have I'll keep you as my prisoner still. So you're like, ah, great, dude. It's a catch <laughs> Looking 22. forward to that one. <laughs> um, however, after Kayla was found, investigators found a pre-dug hole next to where Charlie was buried and they believed that Todd was very close to killing her. Investigators also found an Amazon review that Todd left for the padlocks that he used that said, and this is what The review actually said. It said, solid locks. Have a five on a shipping container. Won't stop them, but sure will slow them down till they are old enough to care. (laughs) I I don't I just was like...
1: Sorry, I'm trying to process my thoughts here.
0: That's a pretty,
1: like, bold thing to get on Amazon and, like, brag about.
0: Well, and then I'd be like, if I were... (laughs) an amazon shopper and i saw that i was like can we report that like can we report that immediately (laughs) well let's
1: flag this one (laughs) sure
0: won't slow them down but i mean it'll slow them down till they're too old to care yeah that's fishy someone needs to look into that
1: but let's be real if you're ever shopping on amazon i'm gonna bring back my question of the week for you if you're (laughs) Whenever you look at a product, are you actually looking at like the true reviews or are you just looking at the stars?
0: Oh no, I'm looking at true reviews. Really? Everything I, today I bought glass containers like um like mason jars. No, like instead of like plastic.
1: Oh, like the Pyrex stuff?
0: Yes. I bought glass ones. Yeah. And then I went through and looked at the reviews. Even though it's it was like the Amazon's choice. I went through and I even go to like page 2 because they'll always put like the really good reviews on page 1. I'll go to page 2. I'm all, I look at reviews all the time.
1: See, I kind of do it like if it's stuff that I know what it is or like stuff that's not like super expensive, right. I'll just look and see what the stars are. But if it's like when I you know when I was building my computer, like I was looking at right like that that, and that kind that of sense. stuff. Like if I'm just looking at padlocks number 1, I'm not buying those off Amazon. I'm, going I'm just or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. But it was funny. I saw this. Yeah, that's pretty. Like, (laughs) okay, that's a pretty bold statement there.
0: Um, but going back a little bit in time, we found out that Kayla and Charlie they weren't Todd's first victims. In 1987, when Todd was only 15 years old, he kidnaps a 14-year-old girl in Arizona. He bound, gagged, and raped her at gunpoint. He then walks her home where he tells her that if she tells anyone what happened, he would kill her and her family. However, this girl still comes forward and tells her story and Todd is sentenced to 15 years in prison. When he is released in 2001, he moved to South Carolina where then he meets or he where this case happens later in 2016. So, while Todd is in police custody after Kayla is found, he admits to six other murders just in exchange for having a meeting with his mom. So, he's so desperate to talk to his mom that he's like, I'll admit to these six other murders just to be able to talk to my mom. He claims there are many more victims, but he won't give any other information about them. So, on May 26, 2007, Todd escapes the death penalty and accepts a plea deal to plead guilty to seven counts of murder, two counts of kidnapping, and one count of sexual assault, and was sentenced to seven consecutive consecutive life sentences. Goodness. And Kayla received a $6.3 million settlement. So, seven life sentences is a pretty hefty amount of time.
1: That's... That there's a lot to unpack. I know this probably another short episode because I guess that's just how we're rolling with season two. Just home of the short talks
0: and short episodes is what. Well, it doesn't help whenever
1: Facebook and Instagram are down for a whole day. I know. Life is boring. (laughs) Um, No, but there's a whole lot to unpack in this episode. Like I can't even imagine. Like number one, going back to when he first kills Charlie, just like oh, hold on, gotta grab something else. Yeah, and then. Pop, pop, pop.
0: I know. And then my first thought process is now he this property was kind of basically in the middle of the woods. Right. Um, And so it's not like he's right off the highway and it's not like police are going to see him every single day. But part of me is like, can we, is it allowed to check on people who have just a storage, like a storage container in their front yard? <laughs> Can we check on those people every once in a while? Um, and just be like, hey, can we get a, a monthly check of what's going on in there?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that that probably needs to be a thing from now on. Just a, hey, just to make sure we're not a... Actually, let's just look for the one that have five padlocks on it.
0: Uh, I guess that's really what it is. It's five padlocks. And you're like, yeah, there's something. We need to get in something.
1: there. We need at least just check real quick.
0: And so I I, th- I originally th- I mean n- I want to be careful with my words but I th- going back to the video obviously the video that started this right. I was like there's so many people first off that are never found so it's cool that she's found mm-hmm. but then also cool that we do get that body cam of it I mean it's the whole process it's wow. them walking up to the container it's them cutting it so it's like the whole you get the whole shebang and so it was cool to have that footage and be able to f- see her found for the first time in yeah. months. So,
1: well, and, and the crazy thing to me is that she, you know, she, you know, he told her that, oh yeah, I am gonna build us this house and this and that and a soundproof. Prefer- what well, the soundproof prefer- room? Okay, for you. like that. That's one. I am like, okay, hold on, something's not right here. Number one, and then especially, and then when they when the investigators find that he's like dug a grave right I'm like okay how serious were you right
0: the, i mean you're pretty close to just ending it all and saying can't do it anymore gotta let her go so i mean it's a good thing that authorities found her when they did obviously because it proves that he had different intentions right
1: well and also the kind of greatest thing to me too is that he gave up, like, how many different people to talk to his mom?
0: Six people. Six different murders. Yeah.
1: And, like, I wondered, and I know we didn't go into detail, but, you know, just me thinking about it, like, you know, when did all these happen? Like, is this, like, between 2001
0: and 2016? I mean, he's... um, Unless he... what? Unless he murders someone before 15, which I hope not. I mean, 15 is... I mean, he didn't murder that girl, but I mean, he was in jail for 17 years and so or 15 years for that one. so they all had to happen from 2001 to 2016. That's like six murders in that time.
1: About one person every two years.
0: Um, okay i say six people as he says there's many others so
1: okay well we'll we'll just go with one a year then (laughs) oh
0: my gosh
1: that is an episode of criminal minds if i've ever
0: heard one but that's episode 33 and so like i said we'll have pictures of the storage container we'll have that video posted on our facebook page you can find us at Crimology pod um email us suggestions at criminologypod at gmail.com um, yeah. just
1: five stars on iTunes
0: five stars on iTunes I think that's it
1: yeah we' we're, we're, we're easy this week
0: <laughs> pretty easy um so yeah thank you guys so much for listening and supporting um and like always this is Sam this
1: is Steven and
0: this is Criminology.